0: welcome to talent takeover unfiltered when it comes to working hard and keeping it real we know our shit. self-care happiness inner peace and time i'm brianna rooney and this is taylor bradley hey y'all and we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form
1: so taylor what are we doing here today we're here to give you a raw under the hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long underrated industry that's full of quote-unquote experts all right
0: well then let's take this show to the road hello hello talent takeover unfiltered fans we're here right i just filmed it it's me hey taylor how are you good how are you i am good obviously uh, no, so I'm excited about this. Anytime we talk about uh, LinkedIn, it gets me excited because it's so powerful. So, this episode is all about the power of a LinkedIn profile, especially mm-hmm. in today's job markets, mm-hmm. job scene, the trends, all that good stuff.
1: Um, if you're not on LinkedIn, damn it, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> no, really, like ask yeah, yourself, are what you? are you doing so, if you're not on are, LinkedIn?
0: Are your parents on LinkedIn?
1: Side tangent. No, but I don't know. I mean, to the, what are you doing? I don't even know what my dad's doing, you know, like, no, I know what he's at, but he's kind of retired, kind of not kind of just one of those men that can't sit down, can't sit still. So he still kind of works, but he, you know, yeah, but no, he's LinkedIn was a well after him and well after he'd established his business. And you know, I, yeah, he's not. We could go on. I, we could have a whole episode about yeah. that. I'm not <laughs> here about your dad. <laughs> okay. About my dad. Just like that generation, I think yeah, is very, yeah. is it's more that, so not an episode specifically about my dad, but just that generation. And then, I mean, how to do business with that generation too?
0: Well, I'm actually going to get, I'm going to do something I don't ever do. I'm going to get my phone out for a second because this just happened yesterday. I was pretty bummed about it. So hopefully my dad doesn't listen because I'm about to put him on blast right now. So, uh, you know, we've had a lot of exciting news um, on LinkedIn recently. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, we're, we are a founding recruiter on Forbes.jobs. How freaking cool is that? Their new platform. Uh, so, yeah. So that's cool. I mean, we're doing these webinars. We're I'm doing this giant talk at sure. <laughs> can't help but laugh when I say that. Uh, but anyways, so they're always like, like my dad was always like cutting out newspaper articles and like, you know, mailing them back in the day. Like he's very much a reader. He does a lot of stuff. He sends me Twitter things. So so naturally I was like, hey, you know, I keep meaning to ask you, are you two on LinkedIn? If so, that's where you can always like follow me and check out what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. They're constantly yeah. like, send me articles, send me this. But it's like when it's on LinkedIn, it's kind of like a pain in the ass to, you know, go out of your way to do that. So his response... We would love to see and hear all about your achievements and accomplishments, but we've been reluctant to sign up for LinkedIn. Please send us things we can sink our teeth into.
1: Reluctant? What? Like it's something they've been blowing over for a while, <laughs> but they haven't quite landed on it. It's like a house they're going to buy. We've been reluctant to move to that neighborhood. But I what do you want? said he's on Twitter, but I'm he's on not Twitter. on LinkedIn? Uh, yeah i honestly i literally did not respond this was this was last night and this is why i'm like i have to just bring this up because i'm like i don't know i don't get it yeah i think i'm still living in the land of like my dad doesn't know what i do for a living um yeah. after all these years like that's gonna kind of be like the and that's just that's what it is you know i've accepted that so i think it even if i was like you should get on linkedin to follow what what i've got going on and you'd be like what wait what do you do what am i following <laughs> You know, one of those things. But it's so funny to me that your dad is on Twitter, but is reluctant to get on LinkedIn. I don't know. Make it make sense. I don't know. Uh huh. But get right into the power of the LinkedIn profile in today's job market. That was very like Law and Order SVU voice of me. Yeah, huge fan. Same, same. Um. So fun facts. I thought this was really cool when I was researching this episode that this month or excuse me, next month, May 5th, LinkedIn turns 20 years old. Woo! I exciting. feel like, I feel like LinkedIn's really, really come a long way for, for me specifically these last 10 years. Um, but cause I don't know, I know that they probably just like anything didn't have a huge presence in the beginning, but I really feel like these last 10 years and I'm sure that they even talk about it in college now about LinkedIn and establishing your LinkedIn profile. Hopefully. Just hopefully. Well, shit. Yeah, actually, who that, knows? Yeah, our next market. <laughs> yeah. College. Are y'all talking? Yeah, because the resume, they would do that in college. I remember that. So it's like, are we still having that same conversation? Or are they also talking about different social medias as well? Mm-hmm. Um, but LinkedIn has 875 million users. That's crazy to think about. Um, this one is wild. So 52 million people use LinkedIn each week to search for jobs. Fifty-two million. Fifty-two million. Wow. Yep. This one, ready for this one? Hold on to your QG's. <laughs> Eight people are hired through LinkedIn every minute. Eight people? Eight people are hired through LinkedIn every minute. Wow. Good for that. Yeah. There are 101 job applications submitted every second on LinkedIn.
0: <laughs> well, That's insane.
1: Yeah. And then... 44% of hiring managers use LinkedIn skills to fill roles. 44%. That's high. That That's really high. Skill section on your LinkedIn? This, I interpreted this like the skills data. Like they look not only at the skills, but they're, I interpret this as like they're looking at your profile. Like 44% of hiring managers are incorporating LinkedIn into a candidate's overall skills and qualifications for a specific job. Okay. Then I'm actually surprised it's not higher.
0: I was thinking about just the skills section in particular because I would think every hiring manager is looking at their LinkedIn.
1: I think for certain jobs though, I think it, even oh, the point. industries that right. you've recruited and probably yes, but yeah, not okay. all of them. Yeah. Good. So, um, you know, I wanted to those stats brought to you by Hootsuite. Um, Want to make sure that I plug that for them because they have great information in this article that was like all about the power of LinkedIn. And it was some stuff again, like these stats that I didn't even know, but that spoke to me of like, wow, that should really goes back to how much time a person should invest in their linkedin and how important it should be to them given that this is where the bulk of hiring managers the workforce people are going to apply you know and even with when we talk about companies and companies having an application process that you know if you go to apply it's not an easy apply it makes you like it redirects you or something to um to their website and then we all know what that when that happens you have to like despite uploading a resume, you still have to manually fill in all the data. Who's doing that? Nobody's doing that anymore. It's like, this is another way. So for any business owners out there that listen, you need to make sure that you have set up. If you're applying or posting jobs, you need to have easy apply setup because 100%. I feel like it's a complete deterrent. Like I can't even say that I would go through the time to go and fill out all of that shit if it wasn't easy applied to go to a different thing to basically retype your resume into a job application it's just such a dated process although on the flip
0: side i wonder if companies are trying to make it harder because they just had too many applicants like if it's too easy then they're just like spraying and praying
1: yeah well then we could we could have a whole podcast episode Gosh, of like true. what do you do if you have too That's many bad. applicants there's so many things that you do to ensure that that doesn't happen you know i guess you're going to get in today's market You're going to get a lot of applicants. and We all know, you know, if if you've lived in the world that I've lived in with corporate America, where you did have, you know, hundreds of roles to fill. So you're posting jobs while also sourcing. You're going to get tons of people that aren't qualified at all. Like not even close. Not one of those things we talk about where, you know, I check seven out of the 10 boxes. Should I still apply? Like, no, like you're not even in the same country that the job requires you be in. Like so grossly off type applicants. But I think that's really important for companies to manage that easy apply manage those applicants manage that candidate experience because if you can't get to a thousand candidates 1200 1400 then you need to close the posting down to where you can't have that many people it needs to be a manageable number because then that fucks with your candidate experience fucks with your brand there's so many negative effects of that but um i think right now yeah we're seeing a ton of 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 those easy applies where they're just getting inundated with applicants but i also think from an applicant perspective, I'm sure that people appreciate seeing how many people have applied to the job. So I think there's added benefits with having the easy apply on there too, like see how you can, comp- LinkedIn will do that. See how you compare to the other 1,400 or 1,200 candidates. There's just a lot of features that go with that, that I think service both companies and candidates.
0: So I, I'm tangent in my mind right now because you're bringing up some really great points. Have we done an episode yet on how to apply to positions or or i should say how to get an interview have we done that Mm -mm. how to get an interview because it's not about applying a lot of times all right i'm gonna write that down how to get
1: an interview which by the way starts with our transferable skill doc the new resume the new new and there's a way to do it everybody always asks i don't know if you get this question but i get this question a lot like should i reach out to the recruiter on linkedin you know and everybody i think I would never just say a blank blanket yes or no because that, to go in line with this episode of how to get an interview, there's a way to do that. There's a way to approach people on LinkedIn. There's a way to specifically approach recruiters who are recruiting for the role that you want to be considered 100%. 100%. for. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. This has to be an episode because I have a lot to say. of it up. Be quiet. Let's keep going on the subject. Well, yeah. No, I've rattled off some stats. So, what are your thoughts on these stats in hearing them? Um, I. A couple of them are surprising to you. I, I would say the
0: most surprising to me is how many people get hired. Yeah, that that's crazy because I know in tech, and I'm wondering if you have any numbers off the top of your head, but in tech, specifically software engineering, because that's where I live, um, they're only placing actually 5 to 11% of applicants. Wow. So that's actually really small, which I got to tell you as a recruiter makes me super happy, right? <laughs> uh, but I also think it's because Like it's a lot easier to go off of a resume that was sent by a recruiter or a referral Mm -hmm. um, or they just straight up hunted themselves as opposed Mm -hmm. to seeing, getting inundated with all of, you know, these resumes Um, because it is, it is a lot of work. I know when uh, LinkedIn one time, good for you, LinkedIn, uh, they talked me into buying 21 jobs for them. I mean, keep in mind, we had like over 50 clients. So it was like we had tons of jobs to post, but yeah. um, And there's, there's more meaning to jobs. You get more traction. There's just so many things, but um oh my god it was like no none of my recruiters like i looked at it as a gift oh i'm giving you these job posts and you get to own three of them so you're welcome you don't have to hunt you can post Uh (laughs) it got to there it was like almost a punishment (laughs) giving me these giving them
1: the job posts. really no thank you (laughs) yeah that's wild yeah That I have a, yeah, so to ask about my, I have a completely different experience with that than on the corporate side than I'm sure you did. But that's, I think the difference is, or like what I would assume the difference is, is the recruiters that I worked with in the RPO capacity, they had like sometimes 20 to 40 recs on their plate, like that's a lot of positions one person's filling. So you need a good bulk of those to be ones the ones that can be. If you could just generate applicants or a job posting, sure, that's great. And then you have, they always all had some that they had to source for. So they had to be able to do both. They had to be able to handle inbounds. They had to be able to source. But yeah, when you're talking in RPOs, rec loads of that size, I think you have to have some that You know where you're just processing inbounds and then you know you can set up the ats systems very nicely these days where it can tell you how somebody scores and if they score less than you know eight out of ten like you can establish that criteria to where it knocks them out um and i think you know that we could talk about the pros and cons of that too for for candidates um but automation is that's just the way things are going that's people just have to embrace that and they have to understand so i think with our episode of how to get an interview we could really talk about ways to set yourself apart from the other applicants and things you can do that are not going to put a bad taste in the recruiter's mouth, but are going to you know, help you accomplish what it is that you're trying to accomplish, which is set yourself apart, but yeah. do it in a way that feels good on both sides, feels good to the recruiter. Because to your point, you know, when these companies and our clients, when they've worked with us as recruiters, it's basically like a referral when we send a candidate yeah. over you know even though we may not this may not be like my brother-in-law my whatever type of referral it still is you know the process that goes into submitting a candidate when you're working with a recruiter is much different than you know if you just apply for yourself you get you know a, a little npc write up most placeable candidate write up a bio you know this is why i think this person is good in addition to their resume in addition to their transferable skills but you're getting right in front of the hiring manager if you're working with a recruiter who has that direct relationship with them. So it serves as a referral and we know, you know, in most companies and most large organizations, referral is the highest source, um, it's the highest source of hire, like it's the highest and best. So yeah, I would say that LinkedIn, it all boils down to LinkedIn has to be done right, regardless of what industry you're in, vertical, niche, whatever, whatever your job title is, whatever your age is. It doesn't matter if you still not only, you know, even if you're retired, if you still want to stay on top of industry trends or, you know, what your daughter's doing, Mm -hmm. you need to be on LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn (laughs) is a very good source of information for a lot of people. Like we talked about that Warren report, you know, to have that crazy, huh? Yeah. Like there's just, there's a lot of good information to be found and it's just a great source of knowledge to be on LinkedIn, but also to like make sure that you're showing up right on LinkedIn. Yeah. So let's talk about the different powers of the profile then because okay. I think that this could be a really good
0: conversation because you might think one's more powerful than 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 others. Um, so on a profile, what do you think the top like two things are that people are like, I mean, obviously we have to really tackle it all together. But like, if you're like, fine, if you have five minutes today, these are the two things to improve.
1: Um, I think what I see and I'm okay, I'm surprised by this that i see this and i probably think this at least once a day and i'm glad that you actually asked me this question because i didn't even i didn't think of when i'd ever speak about this but some of these fucking pictures (laughs) i almost sent you one yesterday (laughs) i was like rihanna this is not productive there's no god (laughs) damn i am just like jessica sent me one and that's a whole other conversation that we'll have later but i was like you know i can't even talk about it specifically what that because you know this person but like oh god. it it just is like oh my god it's cringy it's like stop and some of the pictures no don't tell me okay no we can't talk about it on okay, here but you me. definitely no i'll tell you but we just can't talk <laughs> about it on here but it's a it's a it's a it's like no why would you want that out there and then so every day it never fails every day where i see what, at least one linkedin photo that i'm like oh shit with all the technology that is at our fingertips and the headshot thing I showed you like there is no reason that you should have a photo like that you know like I saw one I swear to god I saw one that I was like I know this motherfucker took this picture while they were sitting on the toilet (laughs) you know like or they're in fucking witness protection because it's like (laughs) they're in jail there it is just like I was like, oh, my God, you're so obviously, like, sitting on the toilet. Like, this is the fucking <laughs> best time for me to take my new LinkedIn photo. Like, well, oh, I, mind blown. I, I couldn't believe it. I, the one
0: I saw yesterday, I could have sworn the guy was drunk. Like, literally, it looked like he was, like, had just passed. Like, it was, a, like, about to pass. out. He's like,
1: this is the last picture I will take. Wait. Like, it was so bad where you wake up the next day and you're like shit what did i do what did i oh, order man. oh no you, you know you didn't order any crazy shit from amazon you just updated your linkedin profile <laughs> photo oh my
0: well, God. okay 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 so five minutes they're uploading they're making sure their, their picture is good what else
1: yeah well and then so those are the first things that are that i'm drawn to right is what does your picture look like I think these are that's the kind of obvious I think everybody looks at that like what is what does your picture look like what does your header look like like the the banner and then what is yeah. yeah the banner and then what does your heading look like and so whenever that's obviously maybe because it starts at the top those are the first three things that I look at I don't usually place a lot of stock or emphasis on the banner because some people have it that represents their company some people have it that represents something personal to them Um, I think that's, that's less of a big deal than having a really, really good, you know, or not just professional LinkedIn photo. Don't be on the fucking toilet, taking your LinkedIn photo. I feel like that should go without saying, but apparently we need to say it. Um, and then, you know, those are the, so those are the first three things that I look at at the top and then you scroll down and then you get into the about and the work. And I, I actually, my process is I will look at the work experience. A high level glance at it and then i go back up to the about because okay. okay only because i feel like and this is a great thing that people are spending a lot more time or investing a lot more time in their about mm-hmm. and so they're longer and i'm not saying i want to read novels or paragraphs but there's just longer there's more information in there It what you used to see in the about section i feel like we're seeing a little bit different again going back to the our previous episode about a little bit of personality we're seeing in there and so i want to make sure that you know, the job experience aligns before I go and try to get to know them personally in the about. So I look at that like work experience, and then I will look at the about. But um, tell me what order you go in, or what's important to you? Um, well, I'm actually going to hit them with some news. I,
0: I totally agree um, on the the banner, the, the picture, like the title, because Now we have so much real estate underneath like, you know, our name. It's Uh so much more now like than ever before. You can really like narrow down what you are, who you are, and why you are. Um, But on mobile, you can add a 30 second video to your picture. I saw your update. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I just saw that, you know, like where you have, um, uh, you can tell people how to pronounce your name. Yeah. Yeah. So only through the mobile app too. Only done through mobile and Mm -hmm. you actually have now 10 seconds. So I added more shit to that. I mean, Brianna really doesn't take me 10 seconds, right? So you have that's what she said to say. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 10 seconds just kind of boof to say exactly what it it says in your on your header. Um, and I love that. So I think is for sure you have five minutes, like just go nail that because that sets you apart. With like it's so crowded, it's so noisy um like like you said linkedin is your resume it's better than your resume at this point it's Mm -hmm. your key to networking naturally everyone's like going there so you have to set yourself apart um so i would definitely spend some time on that for sure um and then you actually i do i agree with um i go straight to the work experience i look at job title first first and foremost and then um i scroll all the way down just because I like to just see like this the tenure of the different companies that they've been at just super quickly to see if I see any relevant or any industries or anything. Um, and then you're right. I actually do go back up, although I probably read the about maybe like the first sentence, I would say. And, mm. and if, I, if I like like the first sentence, but I'm also a really uh, I mean, I, I, I love sourcing. Right. So like I'm a really fast skimmer. Uh-huh. So i'll probably read like the first sentence and then the last sentence so uh just so you know <laughs> that's where you got to put the that's, where the that's where all the meat
1: goes <laughs> well just so you know if you're messaging brianna <laughs> yep. don't send her a novel you know, I don't know. <laughs> um but uh, one thing i wanted to touch on and then i have a question for you for our listeners yeah. but um let's not forget too that linkedin as we talk about just like you said your point that it's serves a higher purpose in today's job market than I feel and you feel a resume even does. But it also includes your references through recommendations, even though they may not be your official references. It is truly like an employer's one-stop shop to see if you're worth an additional step, an additional conversation. And so any good recruiter is going, whether they're processing an inbound um, or obviously if they're sourcing, they're going to find you through there. But if they're processing an inbound, any good recruiter will also go and check on linkedin so um and then the question i wanted to ask you for our listeners so you talked about the video uh, we've talked about you know i touched on high level best practices with a photo what about some best practices with recording that video like you just updated your picture yeah. with the video tell our listeners some best practices there well i will tell
0: you so as everyone knows i do a lots of video i don't have problem with video i never get stuck i don't have to do <laughs> others amazing i don't i've just done it for a fucking art thank you it really is but i will tell you i nearly threw my phone trying to do this goddamn linkedin (laughs) um 30 second thing on my picture like i probably did at least 10 takes like at least that's Um, wild for you it's wild i know i don't even do one take so to do at least 10 it was like oh my god i'm gonna kill this thing because it's so strict you only have 30 seconds to spit this shit out and so i just kept thinking what do i want people like, why are they coming to my, to my thing? Like 30 seconds. Like, think about that. That's fast. Like, could you spiel yourself in 30 seconds, you know, and like first take, you know, because that that's like, who knows how many people are listening to it. Maybe even like no one is, but anyways, no, it, it was, it was, it was hard. So <laughs> my thing is, is, you know, like that right under your name, like the main, like title of who you are, what you do, you know, stuff like that. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, you need to repeat that, but in a more powerful way. That's how I went about it, um, and I was trying to think: okay, if I'm having a client open up the message to get business, whether it's a you know via LinkedIn or an email, what do I want them to hear from me mm-hmm. like, without reading? And mm-hmm. so that, but then also, what was really difficult is because we have so many brands. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what business for me moves the needle the most? Mm-hmm. So um, for all the people that aren't maybe business owners yet um, or have no desire, because I know that's a thing, but I would suggest going back to how you're supposed to brand yourself, which was mm-hmm. I know more in, in the last episode. But um, who are you as a brand and then why are people using you? I would just say like one to two sentences of that could be just so powerful, but it's also people want to work with people that they like. So mm-hmm. it's really important to do that. I'm Brianna Rooney. Thanks for coming. You know, thanks for visiting my profile. Like mm-hmm. something like along those lines of like being the energy, the welcoming and, or again, whoever you are, right? But to really like put that through um, and then sorry to tell you guys, but you gotta watch it. I know for me, watching my own videos. Oh yeah. No! <laughs> but this one, again, because it's on LinkedIn, like I literally never watch YouTube, uh, my YouTube videos. I've never seen one. Um, but this i watched and it was painful but because it's a linkedin profile it shows how much more powerful it really is to your brand to your market to your business everything so yeah
1: that was a long-winded answer to that but it was because it was it was hard for me i love that and i think that we should kind of for our listeners that we should keep tabs on does that increase your profile visibility does that increase your connection requests like what did changing your profile picture to be that video what impact did it have on the analytics of your linkedin profile?
0: Well, I'm actually going to get this up right now. And this is kind of a tough answer just because this week was so jam-packed with the the Forbes.jobs me being the founding recruiter uh yeah. recruiter on their platform. So mm-hmm. naturally, I got yeah, I got a, a lot of of views, but I'm going to just go on here right now. This is live, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to tell you my analytics because I was blown away, actually. Um my post impressions in the last seven days since i've changed this because again i did it the same week is 81,594 fuck that's a lot that's a lot and i've been in 668 search appearances so um again it's hard to say because we had all those cool things happening but i mean so far so
1: great yeah, I would love for our listeners, if anybody makes this change, keep let us know. Reach out to us. Tell us what impacts it had on your LinkedIn profile making that change or even, any change. It could be video. It could be making any of the recommended, recommended changes that we discussed, adding emojis, um, really spending some time in that about section to to clearly convey the message. Why should somebody work with you? And also incorporating a little bit of fun, a little bit of your personality in there um and then you know any charitable work you do or anything you're passionate about linkedin no longer has to just be a stiff you know business resume you can incorporate some personality in there so i think that's what i would love to task our listeners with is update your linkedin profiles reach out to us if you need help that's definitely a service that we offer but update your linkedin profiles and then let us know what the outcome is after you've updated it are you even getting more profile views it could be even the smallest wins or traction but those those trends and analytics are really, really important to analyze on LinkedIn. It's really important that you're looking at those for yourself and seeing, you know, what kind of content, if we're posting content, what's getting the most views or visibility. What hashtags are getting you the most views and visibility? Um, so I think stuff like that's really important. And then, um, you know, one of the other things, this this fun fact I wanted to share with them that I learned recently was that LinkedIn places more stock and emphasis on how much time somebody spends on a post versus like impressions or um, reshares it's really all about the comments
0: yeah um, I have recently seen that added to their analytics on how much time people are spending on your post mm-hmm. um, so that's really interesting and then what I've started to get good at because you told me the stats really <laughs> and very honest um, is that now I'm responding to people's comments or at least yes them, you know acknowledging their comments and where I was like I don't know. I didn't really put any emphasis or thought on it. And I was just thinking like I'm reading them and I like them and I'm excited by them. But that other person doesn't know that, you know. Yeah. So I, it, it's almost like not texting someone back. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like well, I was like but yeah, good.
1: And that's double the time that they spend in there. So for your LinkedIn analytics, for everybody out there, this will work in your to your benefit. For your LinkedIn analytics, it does you a disservice if you don't go in there and comment because LinkedIn, again, they place a lot of emphasis on how much time people spend in comments. So if somebody comments on your post, you respond back. Then they then go back in and look at your comment or like it or respond back to you. Then that's even more time that they're spending in the comments, which again is really a, a really powerful analytic to LinkedIn specifically. so I think these are some good tips that we've shared with um with our listeners again, if you guys have need any help, oh go ahead Sorry, I was inter- <laughs> Just like one more don't close it out I like don't I got one more girl hit yeah. them <laughs> <Head> with it. <laughs>
0: And I just realized, Duh, this is also like recorded on the Millionaire Critter YouTube, so they're gonna yeah. see that moment. So anyways, enjoy it. <laughs> um, another thing that uh, hopefully people know about by now is the creator mode that you're able to do on LinkedIn, which comes with five um, profile topics, which is your hashtags. Yes. And what also people don't realize is these hashtags that people follow, first of all, make sure that there enough people follow them. Because I've seen very like niche hashtags where it's like, you know, you, you and like only 10 people talk about this, right? Yeah. So make sure that there are relatable to you again and that there's enough people. But you can post in these hashtags. These are actually mm-hmm. additional groups, which I think is really important, which also gives you access to LinkedIn Live audio events, newsletters, and then the follow link. If you are not in creator mode, you cannot have access to this stuff. So that is massive.
1: Yeah. Need help with that? Hit us up. That is a big one. Mm -hmm. And there's, like you said, there's a lot to be gained from that too. You know, you follow those certain, after following the Inc. um, 5000 hashtag back when we went in October, um, I got visibility to so many people that I'm like, oh my God, what they're doing is fascinating. Even made a connection and somebody that I, you know, like we mentioned last episode that I talked to, you know periodically and stay in contact with there's a lot to be gained out of following hashtags that have a that have a bunch of people that are posting that same hashtag essentially so that's one uh, that's a great tip and i'm glad that you um so rudely interrupted me <laughs> to you, just <laughs> no. visually interrupted you just. <laughs> no um but no that's a really great ad so as we are at time i want to hit up with the broke to boss tip which is you know framing up everything we've talked about so Consider your professional LinkedIn profile to be the equivalent to the front page of the website of you. So, yes, it is the front page
0: of the website of you. I loved that. Why are we not advertising that service like that? Because I don't know. Revitalizing someone's LinkedIn, God, it's so powerful. It's serving, honestly, like we, it's kind of a busy service of ours, but not busy enough. And, but that's exactly how it needs to be pitched. I love that. You're fucking welcome. welcome. (laughs)
1: all right well thank you guys so much for listening as always you know subscribe like share with your friends give us comments we love all of that shit we respond i think people that have sent us stuff know we respond to all of it too we're very very grateful and appreciative and love that you guys listen to us you know cackling hens just shoot the shit and talk shit um yeah and if there's any episodes that you'd like to hear or like us to touch on just let us know yeah sounds good and go do at least one thing from this episode on your linkedin profile yes Yes. Thanks y'all.